So the chances are you've thought about more than likely starting your own podcast, right? I know when I first got started, I knew how to record a podcast. I mean, I record music, so it couldn't have been too far off from that. I just had questions, though, like, how do I get my podcast on the platforms that people usually listen on? And also, like, how do I make money for my podcast, right? The simple solution to that would be using Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast, which means you can get paid to podcast right away off the bat. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So how do you go about doing it? You know, you can easily go to anchor.fm slash start. Again, anchor.fm slash start. And join me in the community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start. Send the link. I might check out your show. Go, 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 amen. Go, 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 amen. I'm in my zone. Go, tunnel vision on. Go, they be playing the first. Go, buddy, finish the song. I'm in my zone. Go, tunnel vision on. Go, they be playing the first. Go, buddy, finish the song. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of A Name Tag is Necessary. I'm your host, Name Tag Alexander. The website is www.nametagalexander.com. Just released some new merch. By the time y'all hear this episode, it is out. We got the uh, we got the original uh, label hats, leading me legendary, the snapback joints. And then we also got the uh, the dad hats that I just dropped. They like black with the gold lettering. So when y'all get a chance, check that out. Make sure y'all order a piece. By the time you also hear this episode, I got a new track out called Set Go, produced by Black Beethoven. He coming off a run of producing the Eminem joint discombobulated for y'all. For those of y'all who haven't heard of this on the uh, Music To Be Murdered By uh, Deluxe Edition. So yeah, we follow right up with that. So new music for the new year, but we gonna get right into it. Man, I have been seeing this cast music come across my timeline pretty often by cast that I know, you know what I'm saying? That I frequent with and have done work with. And I'm like, okay, I've seen Ron Dance posted a couple of times. That's my guy. I'm like, all right. I seen Rose Spit posted. I'm like, all right. Then specifically, shout out to Jay Johnson, Shop Talk Podcast. He hit me up and said, yo, man, yo, I'm doing this. He showed me like a, a snippet of the uh of the, of the release party, it was it was promo for the release party for uh, well, a listening party for uh, here and now. And I was like, oh shit, this is this is a creative way to do it, you know what I'm saying? Through, uh, through quarantine during the time, so I'm like, man, I it, it built up that anticipation to hear it. So I was like, damn, I ain't gonna be able to make the listening party, but I damn sure want to hear the project. So he kept he followed up on it a couple times, but then I kept seeing it, it was organic because it kept coming across my timeline. It wasn't like it was nothing that felt forced, it was like just genuine. You know what I'm saying? Just promo for it. I was like, okay. But we got D-Rick, Detroit song on the yeah. podcast, man. Tell the people what's going on. What's the word? What's the word, guy? Yes, sir. I appreciate uh, Appreciate just the opportunity, man, to sit down and kick it. And uh, I'm glad somebody felt what we tried to do because we shit. We was, we wasn't sure. So yeah. I'm glad it resonated and it hit in a couple places. I thought it was dope because it didn't feel like, you know how it is, man, with us being music artists. We don't want to feel like we forcing something, uh, you know, on somebody when it comes to the music. So it just was like, um, like shit, man. I, it just caught me. I was like, it kept coming. I Then I kept seeing like the, the videos and everything. I said, man, I got to check this shit out. So yeah. finally, when it just so happened, like the same day that I was going to hit Jay up, 
and say like, yo, I'm gonna get him on the podcast. He hit me up and said, yo, it'd be dope if you get d Rick on the podcast. I'm like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, time came, we scheduled some shit and here we are, man. So yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I, see, yeah. I see the CT, I see the CT. I, I yeah, I, man, yeah, you know, I, I did this shit. Yeah, man, but I feel, I heard I put a whole lot on there, but I didn't nigga know what the fuck going on. Yeah, I'm alumni up in this piece. So, you know, yeah. I heard, uh, I heard on the podcast, uh, uh, the connected experience. I was like, I, I heard him say it there. So I was like, let me, let me remind you, wear the shirt. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. That's what's yeah, like, you might be the second since I started this podcast. You might be the second. I had Cliff, uh, Cliff, Mr. Cliff Note on here. So you okay, the second okay. alumni on there. I said, I'm gonna try to keep doing that, man. Just getting Cast Tech alumni on yeah. here, man. Hey, it'd be, it be crazy, like, to find out because I'm always, it seemed like as, as many people. Which is probably just a testament to just how dope cash really is. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to deal with it, but it is what it is, man. Yeah, man. Um, you know what they say? It's only two types of people in this world. It's only two types of people in this world, man. That's it. And y'all yeah, just ain't that. You can say yeah, whatever man. you want to say, but you wasn't there. That's it's what different. I do. Now. It's different. Not, from and we from the old building. We from the old building. Not saying, we, not saying if you from the new building, it don't count, but it just ain't the same. But it ain't the it same. Ain't the same. And you'll never know. And you wasn't meant to know. They you weren't there. Have a different experience. They weren't there with them five minutes only in between class periods. Only getting <laughs> like you gotta, that's, I got my, that's halfway how I got my name. Dig, you got to go from one to seven, from, from floor one to floor seven within a five minute span. How is that possible, dude? Like taking the steps, you can't take the yeah. elevator unless you're you looking. You know, you were being fast. trained. You yeah, were being dude. trained for life. Yeah, man. <laughs> if you didn't know that that shit was happening, you know that what I'm is why. I love, um, I have such a pride about Cass. One, cause you know, shit, we went there and I don't, it ain't about nobody else's experience. Shit, I know what mine was like. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like, as I've gotten older, and you know, like anybody else, when you get older, you reflect back on things and circumstances and how things played out. Um, even when you had a different plan. Yeah. And you know, Cass, going to Cass for me, was one of those pivotal pivotal life moments in a sense that I know my life would have turned out much different. I don't know if it was worse or better had I not gone to Cass. And there were circumstances um, on the flow when I was in middle school that I was never going to Cass. That uh, was never the plan. I didn't think I was, I took the test. I just was like, my whole thing was, oh, my mom and my dad went to King. So I'm gonna just take the test and try to go there. And then I got the results back and I didn't make it into King. I was like, what? I made it into Cass? They, how the fuck? I was like, all right, fuck it. You know, yeah, just, right. <laughs> whatever, let's wing it. Got, <laughs> you know um, what I'm saying? I was actually so set on going to Renaissance. Uh -huh. That was my whole plan and goal. And there was, I actually, I remember going to take the test. I had the, you know, regular GPA and shit, but I remember going to take the test and like, and I cheated on the fucking test. I remember sitting- I, I definitely did. I remember, the, I remember the nigga I sat next to and who I cheated off of. It was about like was five like, of us. I remember we was in our math class. We was in that much just cheating, just sharing, you know what I'm saying? I'm going. And <laughs> the plan was for me to go to Renaissance. Uh, at the time there was a principal at Lettington, which was the middle school I went to. Work. And they were committed to, you know, I don't know who gonna be hearing this shit, so I don't even want to say people's name, but- Work. Um, they were committed and really invested in me getting in the Renaissance so much so that they had a personal relationship with the principal. It was already in stone. The paperwork was signed. It didn't wow. matter what happened. I was going to Renaissance. Uh -huh. 
with the exception of something crazy happening. So of course, something crazy happened. Uh-huh. And there was a fire at my middle school. Duh. Long story short, bro, I was in a bathroom with some niggas. We were shooting dice. Niggas, you know, just young, young nigga, dumb shit, jealousy, bullshit. And we were in a bathroom shooting dice and one of the niggas was smoking. He throws the, he throw the blunt in the fucking garbage can, not paying attention. Oh, the shit. garbage can catches on fire. Niggas come running out the bathroom. I'm playing it cool. I, you know, whatever, nigga. I ain't saying shit. Man, the next thing I know about half the, like the whole hallway is on fire. They got to evacuate the school. Man. Smoke everywhere. And there was some little kids who went in the bathroom. Uh-huh. So the nigga, so of course it was like one kid had to be rushed to the hospital. It was this big old thing. And I'm still the whole time. Now I know what happened, but hey, man, listen, me got you know, I don't know shit. I don't ask me shit. Yeah. Whatever. Man, I get a call the next day down to the office. Do you know these motherfuckers that ganged up on and said that I set that goddamn fire? Wow. Oh my god, it was a war. So man, that's of course mad as fucking me. And it come, it ended up coming out that I didn't do it. The nigga admitted to it, but by then the principal had already suspended me, and she was like, "Nigga, you." She was basically like, you know, even if you didn't do it, you was there. You know who did it. And I was like, you know, Man, she was like, "Nigga, by association." You were supposed to just come to me and tell me that moment. And I'm like, uh, "No, I wasn't." Right then, right then and there, right, like, <laughs> I was to run out the bathroom and be like, "Hey, this nigga just did this." Like. You understand our reputations work, lady. What the fuck? Like, were you, were you raised in the city? Like, right? Where are you from? Crazy ass lady. That's wild. That was a terrible life lesson you was trying to teach me. That was some <laughs> bullshit. I would have got killed fucking around with that shit wow. you was trying to teach me. So I'm devastated. Of course, she pulls the whole Renaissance, you know, car. You know, I will not be giving you the recommendation totally. And I had to go to cast. Damn. I'm dead because that's the only thing I, I got into cast on my own. Uh-huh. And it's just, you know, that that one day, I don't walk into that bathroom that day. It would have been a renaissance. I go to Renaissance and who knows what my life, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. all the experiences and the people, even to this day, man, um, I just, you know, it's just a it's, it's a special thing. And I know somebody might be listening to this and being like, all oh, this about a high school, but for me. It was because I didn't go to college, you know, like a traditional university. So I don't, I didn't have that. I don't have that experience. Like, yeah. you know, how people rep their colleges and all that. And I like that shit. So for me, I, for me, it's like how you say it, like everybody rep their colleges or whatever. But for me, like attending that school, man, it just, that was, I don't, I don't want to say that was college, but just that, that representation, it's almost like, damn near a fraternity like people get jobs because they went to that school like i literally got a job just because of the fact that the the manager was like a, a ct grad that, that shit was crazy dog and then that's like that was where i honed my skills too like At, just as far as an mc like you were battle tested there you know what i'm saying so yeah and just life you yeah. know what i'm saying like just how life was it was like had i went to another school who knows you know what i'm saying so yeah man but Hearing this project, man, like, and we gonna get into it in a little bit, but clearly you got a developed ear. And and when I heard this track, man, I was like, okay, like, I always can hear from production and just like the choice of, of hooks that are used and how they structured together. 
And it always made me think outside of this being this party being a songwriter, could how would they be if they put together a label, right? So one of my questions that I ask on this podcast is um, if you had the opportunity to run a record label with millions in a budget, what five artists do you partner with? And and it could be any from any genre. And what three producers do you pick? Yeah, I was, so I read that question. I was like, this nigga name tag on some shit right now. I was like, this is a question, nigga. This ain't no, this ain't no quick one. You gotta know. So the five artists, I mean, again, this is I got all the money in the world, who I'm siding with. I'm I'm I think I'm gonna I'm a for sure call Jay-Z. Okay. Out the gate. Um, I think as far as production wise, I'm calling for real. Okay. I'm calling Kanye West and Quincy Jones. Okay. So like yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Like this as far as like I get any, I get pics of anybody. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's who I'm calling, right? So yeah. those are the three producers, Pharrell, Kanye West, and uh Quincy Jones, if I'm running the label. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's hearing this and they're like, nigga, you ain't got shit that sound like <laughs> nothing from Pharrell, but this is why this is a dope question because it takes you outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and how you make music and can you be objective and really understand what would make a label work yeah and keep it you know uh lucrative and make it you know make it dope so again just having any and every resource available to you i'm going to get for real give me kanye west and give me quincy jones nice right? so i think in my mindset is quincy jones gives me everything that I need as far as experience. Like any kind of referencing mm-hmm. or just uh, ability to kind of reach back in the past, kind of like, a, um, uh, uh, what's his name, Doc? What was his name, Doc uh, from Back to the Future? Oh, yeah, 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 damn. Um, I, I want to call him Doc McFly, but that wasn't was his last Doc. name. <laughs> I just always remember, Doc. Uh, yeah, Doc. Doc, yeah, help me, Doc. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just he's like the Doc. You know what I'm saying? He's the nigga that's gonna be able to take you back in time. Yeah, he can reach far back as you know. He can pull his experiences from dealing with Ray Charles. Mm-hmm. Right, like that kind of experience, man. Like just to be able to—that's just music knowledge that you ain't gonna be able to just find. Been around just forever and everything. He don't know tricks and shit you ain't gonna never even think of. Yeah, um, Pharrell for um, just being able to, uh, somebody who's just comfortable in, in, in what I like about Pharrell's production, or at least what I've learned from it, is that he knows how to fit his production into a, I think people like Hit Boy are getting, they're like the new age of mm-hmm. these guys. I agree. Pharrell knows how to, how, knows how to fit a sound to an to a artist. A part, yeah. Like he wants to sit down with them. He gets to know them, and he knows how to make a sound that works. Even if you don't hear it, he'll hear it. Yeah. Um. And then Kanye just X Factor. You just need some shit that's just gonna move. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and as far as artists, we said Jay. That's another question, right? Like, like what artists would you go get? Yeah. So we said Jay was one of them. Yeah. Give me Jay. Um. Just just because consistency and I is this what I didn't really understand from the question was just like all rappers or it could be any mix artist. mix up yep I mean shit Jay-Z Prince oh hell yeah 
I mean, you know what I'm like if I'm just gonna go get an artist, that's Sade, a, I just want Sade. Oh, don't cheat codes. I just I want Sade for me. I don't <laughs> just want to fear every day. I want to see Sade every day. Yeah. Uh, and she'll have to say anything. I just want to see her every day. Um, give me Drake. Okay. Um, and I got one more, right? Yeah. And I get to start a label. Sade, Prince, Jay-Z, Drake. I was I was thinking about this fifth, this fifth one. I'm I'm gonna say, because I just feel like what she could have done pound for pound. Just just give me Whitney Houston. Oh shit. Okay. Give me Whitney Houston, and I think, yeah, give me give me them people. That's a wild card. Okay. Yeah, give me them. That's money being made right back too. That's the dope part about yeah, it. Yeah, Already yeah, that's, millions, that's like that. Making all of that back plus some. And you got the ground. You got the spectrum covered. Yeah, I think you know what I'm saying. And that's just really you know I probably tapped into just you know pieces of music that I just love. Yeah, that I just love. They hold a a special place in my heart, just from a music standpoint. And yeah, so that's what I'm going with. And that's you know, this is a great question because it it leaves a lot to you know. You wouldn't put this person. It's like, well, mm-hmm. I only could pick five. Yeah, man. And like you know, what I'm saying, what you what do you want? And you and you you playing with the house money? That's me. Yeah, you know I'm saying like body in there. But then this this is one of my favorite ones too because I I used to just have it as just what were just your three top classic albums but then I was like yeah. no, let me put a spin on that right so yep. what would your three classic albums be from any genre but from these three decades we talking ninety to ninety nine two thousand to twenty ten and twenty eleven to twenty twenty well, you only got you can only pick one from each of those decades. So what's the first decade? 90 to 99. And I only get one album between mm-hmm. 90 and 99. Yep. It's impossible. Yeah, just for me and knowing who and how I am, I'm just going to tell you because you give me um. tough yeah <laughs> it's so crazy bro because i saw these questions and i was like yeah I'm gonna i know fuck every time i'll be like they I, was like, I was like yeah i'm like yeah i'm gonna fuck these up there yeah. <laughs> i ain't gonna lie that genre that i, I overlooked that i overlooked the genre because so much dope shit came out we talking about 90 and 99 up here like god damn and you only get three you gotta pick one from each genre yeah. right from each decade from now nah, it could be any right. genre from you know, each decade. Right, I got you any genre between those decades. Because this is where I'm trying to remember when did when did Life After, Life After Death came out when? That was like 97. That's a classic. 
pound for pound, I'm give me life after death. If mm-hmm. I only get one album, just give me life after death. Okay, because then you got to think of the one that you're gonna revisit. You know what I'm saying? Constantly, and life after death, that's definitely one we talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's that's that life after death is just one of my. That's one of the few. That was the first time I I felt like on my own. I had heard people talk about the chronic. I know a lot of niggas be capping about the chronic. I be like, nigga, you ain't like the chronic like that. Shut up. You at you, all <laughs> did not like it like that. I I know you. I know what you were listening to. I remember you. Um, not to say that it's not a great album. I just, I, I, I ain't just, become a I ain't become a fan of the. I knew joints off the chronic, but I didn't become like. A, a, a consistent listener of it until later, you know what I'm saying? Because I I was a kid when that shit came out, so I didn't really understand. I knew the singer. That's what I've been saying, right? But, but you didn't know what the hell was shut yeah. up. I had my brothers but, did. They they could they understood it, but yeah, later is when it hit me. Like, all right, okay, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Um, I remember Life After Death being the first album, rap album that I heard that I thought I was like. This is great. Like I knew it was a classic. Couldn't nobody mm-hmm. tell me nothing. This wasn't about what I read, what anybody else's opinion was. To me, my ears from the first record I heard on that project to the very last one, I was like, this is the greatest shit I've ever heard. For they, me at that time. They made it to where with that album, it was a definite that it was almost like a rule where you had to have more than one commercial single. You know what I'm saying? That was one of them albums, and he still had the grimy shit on there. So it was mm-hmm. one of those albums, you know. And then and then everybody followed the formula. Not much long after that, so yeah, Life After Death is is a definite go to a definite classic. So what about two? Now you got 2000 to 2010. Still mad at. Still mad at. Hands down. Okay. And I know people because I love these conversations, so I like to give them context because I can only hear. What I would be saying if I heard somebody saying that or say that. And what I want people to understand as far as the conversation goes is that one of the reasons why both of those albums get picked by me is that for the reason that I think you're supposed to pick music is that it's not always just about how it sounds. Mm -hmm. It's about its impact in your life, in your world. Right, like you have to know what significant things were or were not going on. I immediately start life. thinking of stories, like once you said it in my head. Like, exactly. oh, so I'm thinking about what I was doing when Stillmatic came out, how it made me feel, the type of right. shit, um, you know, that just you know certain shit that I needed to, um, just certain ways that that music made me feel. I remember listening to Stillmatic. And at the time, that was a big thing in high school. Well, mm-hmm. when I was at Cat, right, going to Cat, I remember beefing with niggas. Like I remember, it was like a group of niggas we stopped talking to, and they stopped talking to us because we was <laughs> like, "Nah, nigga, it's Nas," and we, and nigga, we standing on that. This shit was and, so heavy that I remember when Ether dropped. It was a nigga in my class, and Econ, he had the entire first verse of Ether like written in marker on the back of his shirt. That's amazing. While another nigga that he was cool with had the entire verse that was dissing Nas. And uh, because Jay didn't just diss Nas all through one verse. Well, no, he did. He added the third. My bad. So the verse where he was dissing Nas on TakeOver, his his homeboy had the entire verse dissing Nas written, handwritten 
like on the back. How dedicated is that? You know what I'm saying? Y'all took time to write this shit in marker on and your shirt. Like and that's the thing, bro. Like, again, and I like talking about this because I be wanting younger listeners, um, you know, even my kids, like my daughter, she's 11 and she's, you know, developing her music yeah. personality. And, you know, at the time, that's, we, we don't, we didn't understand it then, but I can appreciate it now. That's how great the music was, mm -hmm. is that it made niggas draw lines. Like, I had friends that we was like, bro, we're not friends no more. <laughs> like, y'all understand, like, nigga, we not cool no more. When you see me in the hallway, don't speak, nigga. I'm going to go your shit. Like, that type of shit, because, nigga, this is where, this is where it's at. We had arguments in real life about this because it was more than just how good the rap was. This yeah. was who you riding with, who we, embodies you, who, we ain't who, who represents you. We ain't know how to process the emotion then or how to like <laughs> understand, you know, the, the difference. We didn't get it. We, all I knew was, I was like, I don't hate Jay-Z, but if it gotta be a nigga, it's not, I don't give a fuck. It's, it's Nas. And that's what's so crazy is Jay-Z turns out to end up being my favorite rapper by far. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? By, but at that time- And during that era. Ooh I was like, man, because, you know, it was something about, you know, it's so great, man. Like, I remember at the time, you know, uh, Nas had not, see, people don't, under, well, I'm gonna say people don't, but like the thing that's different today that back then, cats didn't drop that regular. So yeah. there really was an anticipation. Mm -hmm. So you gotta remember, you, you fucked with Nas, you hadn't heard no Nas in a very long time before yeah. Stillmatic. I remember like when, when I first heard Ether drop, I was in my room and it's like, everything stopped. Everything. The radio everything was so hype over that shit. Just looking like, I just was sitting there just looking at the radio like, he killed this nigga dog. Like it's over, like, cause they counted eyes out. So when he came with that, it was like, holy shit. Like he had the, the gall, the nerve to like go this hard at Jay. Like nobody was, nobody did that. So nobody like, oh, did that jay-z and that's the thing like that's what i remember right like at the time this is you know jay-z is already you know people are going back to reasonable doubt now he's already had the commercial success of volume mm. two no this is blueprint jay-z this yeah. is rock you know rockefeller is the label it's not a label it's the label everybody he wanted to be signed where left and right he is the motherfucking you know it's the it rockefeller is, is state property done dropped by now yeah. This is it. He is the king. There's no you, nigga. Only niggas moving units. M pimp juice and us. Yeah. So they had a gall to come at this nigga. Like Nas nah, had to be fed up. Like no, nah, enough is enough, dog. Like I'm and, sick and of this. Again, <laughs> we hadn't heard from Nas, yeah, so it yeah. was almost like it was quiet. You had to you had to be believing that. Nah, nigga, that nigga, that nigga still got some rumble in him. Cause it it was like the disc came out like takeover drop, but then the disc came out from Nas over the um like the paid in full instrumental and yeah then i remember hearing that like man that shit ain't sweet like what like nah he said uh the called him rapper version of cisco i'm like nah that's all you got that's all you could come with and then it got quiet like after that it was like quiet for a minute nobody like, something happened i think it, i don't remember jay dropping nothing in between that i just remember like he had the one or was that the first one he had the uh, I skied it in your baby seat and uh, uh, I skied was it. Was that on... after Ether or before Ether? No, nah, that was before. 
that's what it was then. So that's what it was. That tribe. was before. I think the baby seat line was just like where the line was crossed, and it was like that's when Ether just was like. <laughs> and we didn't know because you know niggas was like, like you said, niggas really had counted. And the thing was, which is, I ain't gonna lie, man. Like even just having this conversation, it makes me appreciate and kind of, kind of salty at the way this shit works now. I mean, like imagine not knowing Drake is about to drop an album. Yeah. And it just it and pulls it just come up. out of nowhere. Like imagine hearing back to back. It's really like it, niggas do it. They drop the surprise shit, but it's really like almost we anticipate niggas today to drop surprise albums. Like if somebody drop a surprise album, you really not surprised because you like, oh, that's what niggas do. That's the norm now. You know what I'm saying? But back, let that shit would have happened back then. Yeah, like, that shit back then. All we yeah. had was the magazines. That's it. And and that's really all you had. You had the magazines. Duh. You had the like the shows. Like people would have talk shows, and you had radio. Yeah. So between what you heard on the radio, what you mm -hmm. read in the magazine, and what you saw, you know, bits of what you may have heard on 106 and Park or like some shit on Rap City, but that's, that's all you had. And you it. had to, you almost had to be your own kind of, you had to, you know, put shit together. And it was just, uh, we had forums, you know, certain websites had the forums at the time, but it wasn't yeah, like as yeah, yeah. in depth as it is now. But absolutely, yeah, man. And, um, that yeah, was man, the time. Just, you know, I just remember being proud it was like room for a team right like when it's like niggas thinking tom brady is over with and then he fucking comes and goes to you know what i'm saying it was like mm -hmm. comes with ether and, and i think that's one of the things that made still maddie so great is that the way this shit rolled out ether dropped and we thought it was just a response to jay-z and that was it we didn't know it was an album coming yeah and then the nigga drops Stillmatic, and then you hear shit like where the You're nigga the man. backwards, yeah, and rewind, look oh, and all that kind of, sh and you like, yeah, you know, uh, we we losing got, it. Got yourself like <laughs> we are losing it as Nas fans. We like niggas, you crazy. Mm -hmm. And what's so funny about this conversation is, me and Rose Spit had this argument. A lot. I have to give him credit. He's the one that made me go back and re-examine. And I had to say, and you, from a rap standpoint, uh -huh. pure rapping. Take the emotion, the 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 thrill of the moment, the gotcha. kind of the, the the underdog uh kind of um sentiment that was around Nas. Bar for bar, like the way you measure rap MCs now, yeah. Takeover was better than Ether. I, I see Marv one say that a lot. I see him say that a lot. And I, that might have been where Rose. I think because, and like you say, when you remove, when you remove that feeling that you had back then, because I, I was in 10th grade when that shit happened. So once I remove all of that, that nostalgia, and, and just that, like you say, that emotion of when it happened then, and then you really examine that shit, it's like, yeah, man, I, I get it. Like take, Takeover had the better beat. It's like Jay-Z shit understanding what i know now about the business it was more yeah. realistic like it was the publishing, more realistic. i know who i Jay paid dog. searchlight publishing oh come on man that hurt was, that hurt <laughs> he was like listen he was like listen 
that and that I think you I can't say it no better than that. That's what it is. Saying like I didn't go to you to sample that. I could have. I could have been like, yo, I need to sample that. We could have handled business that way, and you could have put me in contact with the with Searchlight. But no, I just went straight over you and went straight to Searchlight Publishing, and bam, they go dead presidents. It's like just little shit like that that fans might not get. But when you when you become an artist and you kind of get you understand it, like damn, dog, like shit, the um. Man, I've been in it 10, I've been in it because the thing what people got to understand is we didn't see it like that at the time because they everybody dropped like that. Jay-Z was really one of the first ones. He didn't necessarily do it with his project, but he was dropping every year. He was coming. Jay-Z was like the first one to really out of the legend pool to you know, he the re- reason that I thought as a rapper, you were supposed to drop once a year. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. I didn't get that concept from nobody else. He was the only yeah. one that was doing that shit. Yeah. I mean, you know, DMX did. But at the time, they were yeah, that all was, like, That was some different shit. Like, that was, you thought yeah. that was just DMX being DMX. Yeah, Some little DMX shit. And he ain't do it again. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah. he, you know, he was, and again, this may just be going to his brilliance and maybe he did or didn't know, you know, maybe he did or didn't have intent behind it. But the long and short of it is, like you said, hearing it now, when he gives you that little four albums in 10 years, nigga, I can divide. Yeah. That's one I ever say too. Two of them shit was good. The other, ah, the other was hell mad. So why, man, listen, talking turkey to that yeah, nigga. Man. And it's yeah, all facts, like to this day, there's nothing you can refute in those in those raps. Yeah, like he, man. You can't say it. And we had never heard a nigga. And it was only one verse. One and verse. that's why I think when I have gone back, and again, you know, coming from niggas like Ro and Marv, you know, niggas who you respect, and you're like, oh, those niggas can rap. I used to hate when Marv said that shit. Like, and man, when shut up. Like, <laughs> just, just hush. <laughs> but when I went back and I, I examined it from a rapper standpoint, I was like, yeah. Because the setups in Nas's joint, when I take the emotion out of it, mm-hmm. a lot of them were like, you know, I'm not saying he didn't have no lines, but the setups were like- Just like regular setup. like regular battle lines too. It was regular. Like, and that's what I think was really dope about Jay-Z is that he introduced, in my opinion, this new way of how you quote unquote battle. Yeah. He didn't come with like the back. He came with like, nah, nigga, I'm gonna spit these facts. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna talk clever and crazy and dance on this motherfucker with you. And he took on like three niggas in the whole fucking yeah, rap. Literally, man. That's that was that was, that's why it's up there is like the top this yeah. is when we talk because everybody was like, no man, no Vaseline and hit him up. It's like, yeah, I know, I get it. I felt Listen, those bro. too, but Listen, bro. I'm gonna tell that nigga, one, I'm gonna tell a nigga right now. That motherfucker right there, which is again why I think, you know, because, and how you know that is because Drake drops back to back, which is, I would say, the best battle oh, man. rap song that you heard since, you know, that uh, possibly since, uh, yeah. takeover. And he came whole song with that mm-hmm. formula. That was right, like I'm a beat meat meal, no but like no battle rap bars. I'm just gonna come all facts. That shit was just new. 
it was like, what? Like, wait a minute, they rocking that shit in the club? And now that's the standard, right? You can't yeah. beat the nigga who got a Grammy now off of a battle rap song. It like, you became, can't be like, nigga, that's that. It, it became the whole, oh, you got to respond in this amount of time type. That that sparked that, I believe. Yeah. Respond was- in this amount of time. Make a hit song. <laughs> that's just crazy. <laughs> Like, this, this is a battle. Well, it got to be a hit song. Like, <laughs> kicked his ass though. Kicked his yeah, ass. Man. Yeah, clever. That's tough. Shit. So that's that, a real ass kicking. That was like that was like Drake's version of Kobe's '81. Yeah, man. Like I don't give a fuck how cool they is. I don't give a fuck what Meek Mill say. He can play it however you want to play it. Like we was and laughing. You here back to back. <laughs> That I don't give a fuck what you said. Like you we was mean, laughing and saying he said some clever shit. Like, damn, no, that's, that's embarrassing, right. though. And he really undressed you. All he did was restate everything you did. Like yeah, you really went on Twitter and talked crazy. You really, caught your Twitter you, fingers. You really was on your girls' tour. Like that was a fact. Like oh. that was wrong, dog. He said that shit. Like, damn, bro. Like, <laughs> is it a world tour? Your girl tour? Like, <laughs> listen, bro. To this day. I, I don't know, whoop Drake's ass for that shit, right? Yeah, that was all he had left to do. Should have whooped him. He still yeah, should have whooped him. That shit was wild. So the last one of that, we oh, we had one more uh, decade, 2011 to 2020. This one for me specifically was tough. Because I'm like, damn, what classics? There are some, though, of course, but... 2011 to 2020? Yeah, as far as like the, the classic album, any genre. Yeah, I'm coming on... Um... For me, and again, this is just what resonates the most. It, it's been, like you said, so many great, so many great projects, so many things I think that are notable and could be deemed classic. I think Frank Ocean's joint, I'm not sure exactly the year that that came out. The the, the mixtape, Nostalgia Ultra, or his actual, uh, we talking Channel Orange or? Yeah, the Orange joint. Okay, okay. I'm not sure when that came out. That um, might have, I, I, I ain't gonna even butcher it. I feel like that was 2012, might've been tail end of 2011. Okay, I think. His joint, when you when that particular genre, here were the record, here were the joints that I was like, Ugh. "Trap Soul" by uh, Bryson yeah, Tiller. Man, I think that's a I think that's a project that I think will go back. I visited and, that one later that year. When that it came great, out. I went later. I was like, "Yo, that album's dope, man. Work. That is that a great dope. body of work. Oh, yeah, it's a great body Street work. Fighter sample in there and shit. Yeah, that yeah. that is a great body of work. So, um. That was something that just, I just remember hearing it and playing it like with my daughter and like us just singing every song like word for yeah. word almost. Um, I think, you know, um, uh, what was it? Um, not Thank Me Later, but uh, Nothing Was The Same is, uh, is in that that's, conversation. That's hands down that dude's best album to me, dog. Yeah, I think uh, I think Pound For Pound, you got, you, that, that's a good claim. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't, I haven't, Met a Drake album that I didn't like. Per- well, but out of all of them, I would go. Yeah, with that one it had a, it had a good balance of like his rapping and what he do yeah, he singing. So I always claim that one, man. Yeah, I, I agree. And that was, I think that was the ones for me. I, I thought I, what jumped in my mind was uh, nothing was the same. Uh, the trap soul joint with uh, Bryson Tiller and um the frank ocean and i, I, and I feel like too when nothing was the same that's when we got our well me specifically that's when we got the introduction for uh, janae at that time because i had never heard mm-hmm. her and then she mm-hmm. just like people started telling me about her like she had this whole cult following and it was like oh that's the chick from the drake album like so yeah 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 yeah, yeah man yep yep but yeah those are that that would say i mean 
for the second conversation, I think um, nothing was the same as the record that is the prop album that I would go with from that. From I respect that, that one. I respect that one. And then now, one oh this this is the one I like. Okay, because this one is like the time frame is what always gets it with this one. If you were told you had to make a playlist of just five songs, I, I switch up the numbers from time to time. But if you had to make a playlist of just five songs. They got it flawless. They absolutely flawless to you because music, of course, is subjective, right? Now, you can only rock with this playlist for the next five months. What five songs are you picking? And again, as always, any genre. Yeah, this was a bad this is a bad motherfucker right here. This is a uh this is a bad motherfucker right here. So and the thing about this is there are there's no way. So any five songs that you pick. On any given day, they can be replaced by another five songs. Mm-hmm. But I can, um, I think that, man, for me, it's just this this record. Just it is always just giving me chills. Like literally, like I just I, when I hear that shit, I'll be like, I'll be ready to cut the fuck up when I hear that shit. Is um. Uh, is um, victory? Oh, come on, with Biggie, man. hell yeah! And, um, with bust man, that hell energy yeah. when that that doom one two one two man, boom. and he just that, be, that, he, that, that, just be talking like they kept that shit. Like my mic is loud. <laughs> my mic is. Hey, listen, dog. Nigga, <laughs> hey, listen. When that nigga get the rap, man. But he just in the two seaters and two uh, senoritas. They kiss rings when they meet. Oh man, the hardest nigga. shit about that to me is the fact that Diddy be Diddy is on there rapping with Jada Kiss Rose so passionately, and listen, in the background you just hear Biggie trying funny, to funny his the level, table and get your kids. <laughs> Yeah, that big. Diddy's just in the background testing his levels in the beginning. Diddy just going, dog. Like, is, is <laughs> yeah, different. man. That record. I remember mm-hmm. I used to play that record. Yeah, again, it's just it has value. It has you know sentimental value. Like I, you know, again, time in your life, you remember. That, that's one of those songs that it puts me in a frame of mind in my life. Um, so yeah, that joint, that video, um, and everything, dog. Man, that shit was. That shit was crazy. Man, that shit was crazy. Um, Wait, that's one. <laughs> um, I like Future's March Madness. Okay. They they say that's one of his classics. This is when they say Ah man, that record right there to this day. It's the the funny part about that record is playing in. So play that record in. Play that record in thirty years, and watch how at that time people will be elders. They'll be considered yeah. elders. And watching them trying to move to that record, man, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be some shit you ain't never seen before. That record was different, man, because that was around this time. Was that on? That wasn't on. Um, I'm trying to figure out. That was on the joint, the project that he did with Drake, wasn't it? Say that one more time. Was Was March Madness on that project with him and Drake? No, March was Madness. That, on was, Dirty? that was on. Uh, I'm bad with my future takes, so I don't. <laughs> I know what I'm thinking about. 
I know what I'm thinking about with, with him and Drake. I'm thinking that about that was on um, 56 Nights. Okay, uh, and, uh, and I'm thinking about Jumpman. I'm thinking about Diamonds Dance or whatever. Yeah, I'm thinking about those. It's a great record, by the way. Yeah. It's a great record. That's another album I will revisit too because it has some joints on there. Album in front. It's an amazing album. And again, it just you know I remember what was going on at that time. Um, that was the uh, anniversary when that record when that album dropped. That was right around the time of the anniversary of the Million Man March. Mm. And I remember being in D.C. with uh, Ty and uh, from District 81, shout out to him, and uh, North Bar uh, co-owner. And I remember being in D.C. with, it was me, Ty, and Weez. Um, and we was, Ty, we didn't go together. Me and Weez went down there and Ty met us. That He found out we were going and he had, he asked me to bring some merchandise mm -hmm. to D.C. And, uh, you know, when we get to D.C., Ty, of course, is like, oh, you can have a shirt. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. I'm holding like $50,000 of merchandise in my trunk. Ty's like, oh, I'll take a shirt. I'm like, if I would have knew what I knew, like now, like how much money he made yeah. off the fucking shirts, I would have made that nigga give me like a band yeah. and something. <laughs> but yeah, and he, I that shit down. he had niggas selling it for him. And uh, but I remember that record. And we okay. had gotten that car accident. It was wild shit going on. And I remember we hung out while we was in DC and uh, that album was out. And that's like, that was like the soundtrack to that trip. Word. Okay, we that, said, you said Victory. Yeah, so. First Madness. Victory. I'm trying so to keep counting my head. I can only play these five songs for five months, right? Five months, yeah. The only five songs I get for five months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, give me that. Give me it, it stumps people. You gotta think like damn five months. That it don't be the songs, it be the time oh, frame. Five months. <laughs> Give me PYT. Oh hell yeah. That just made me think of the uh, Quincy Jones documentary. They walk in the studio. He he walk in. He's like still that, dancing that, that, and shit. And that record is like yeah. goddamn. Um, yeah, two more. Yeah, give me PYT. Give me um. It's tough. Yeah, this is a bad motherfucker, man. Like, damn. That's what when I send the because I was like, man, it's only fair that I send these these, you know. Yeah, man. You gotta have a nigga. But because I, you can't just that's not fair to catch people off guard with that. Yeah, but hey. I, like, even if I send them in advance, it's still gonna stump. I'm telling you, nigga. Whoever listened to this shit, the nigga sent the shit to me in advance, and I swear to you, I was like, people. and what I said to myself was the ones I was like, some of them I was ready for. Like I was ready for that one. That's why I knew my records. But the, uh, for the like the genre, like I knew, yeah. you know, I knew nothing was the same. I knew, but in this one, I said, well, when I get right on the spot, I'll be. It'll come to me. It has not come to me. Because uh, it always be like the last two or that very last one. Like damn, because you think I got I got PYT. I, I got. You said victory, uh, March Madness, PYT. victory, 
March Madness. There is that's the thing, since it can't, it don't have to be all rap, it goes mm-hmm. to another another dimension dog like it go to another dimension i could play it fair we can keep it rap nah i'm a, i ain't gonna run i ain't gonna run <laughs> nah, fuck that. i'm gonna stand tall on that shit give me give me um I didn't. I didn't did a tad bit of research. Now I didn't listen to the Connected Experience podcast. You are gonna tell me that <laughs> you you know all these temptation songs? Hey, listen, listen, history, listen. Listen, What's so crazy is I'm sitting up here trying to say, do I want to let? I wish it would rain. Go. Come on, man. I, I wish it would rain. I wish it would rain. Sunshine, blue sky. Come on, now. Please go away. My girl found another and gone out. Yeah, I think I'm about man. to get in that bitch. Because when I thought, when I first thought, oh, he said the temptations, I said, I ain't going to even put that in the notes. And then I was like, I like, but if it's so crazy as you said that, because that was one of the, like, my song, like, that, that was, that's a record that I'm over here, like, I can't, I couldn't get past that record. That got to go in there. I couldn't get past that record. So you got a solid four. One more record. So one I'm gonna listen to over and fucking over and over again. Oh man. You in the Prince bag? You in the <laughs> I'm over there. Uh, I'm just, uh, jealousy, come and talk to me. Okay, we talking the remix. It's two of them. Man, now nah, you can give me that. I'm more original biased than yeah, I am. Yeah, give me, give me that original. Give yeah, me that original. A lot of people like the, you know, I think because back then it was like, that's when it was cool to remix the hit the R&B songs with a little hip hop flavor. That, that original was hard to me. That's what I'm going with. Give me the original. Okay, there we Come go. Come and talk to me. Yeah. I really want to meet you. Girl. Yeah, and man. Again, anybody listening to this shit, you don't understand. Like I almost beat a nigga up about some Jodeci boots. Like these are, <laughs> this is why these songs because connect, it's not man. yeah it's not just the music like if you tell me i can listen to these five songs that's what or, scares it, me about today's time though like i always say this i always say this to like my nephew i always say this to my my niece and they're, they're younger so i always be like um younger by like i'm saying like just like my niece is just she's in college now my youngest okay. niece is my nephew he's 26 i could be wrong 25 my brother was it was knocking them out fresh from out of high school, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to think like, I always tell them, I'll be like, man, it's weird. Like with the music y'all kind of 
attaching y'all to because like it's just like it don't be having memories they don't be having memories with the music no more dog. that's what it, that's weird to me man I don't, I don't know like i can think of like like i said that's why I, as i originally was coming up with questions like this when i first revamped the podcast i'm like oh it's gonna be so dope because these questions are always gonna make you immediately attach memories to them like immediately dog like that's man and i think that's why those records i mean again you ask me these same question tomorrow, you probably get another five songs. Exactly. Right? But, <laughs> but it's it's the it's the thoughts and the memories that are attached to a lot of these records that mm-hmm. when you say, hey, if you get on your list for the next five months, what I think is what kind of thoughts do I want to have? Mm-hmm. And these records, you know, when I feel like when I want my pen to move, you know, when I hear Biggie sliding on that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We got this rap tight brass knuckles and fast like yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nigga, I can write, I can write forever off that kind of inspiration, right? Yeah, man. But I want to just get in my zone and 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 really groove. And I hear in that 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 uh that March Matt, I never heard none of that Lulu, Lulu when that intro coming. Man, that shit be going crazy. Um, you know, PYT man, just that groove. I could work, nigga. If I've got them five months, I gotta do the same job every day. <laughs> nigga, play that shit. I'm gonna get through like, it. Play, play it over again. Hey, see play it over. Play PYT. Yeah, you feel man. me? Um, those music, that that music, dog, it's so timeless. Dog. My daughter's eight, bro, and like loves that shit. Like, yeah, you play it right now. Like it'd be yeah. funny because like people think like as adults we force certain music on kids. It's like no, like I just let her go crazy with my phone one day on YouTube. She's just going through my the playlist and everything, and she just seeing certain shit. And like she Absolutely. see, I got a whole new edition playlist, dog, from YouTube that I just found, just made it one day. Like I, you know, you can convert from like they got those apps where you can convert from like Spotify to Apple or whatever. So oh, I okay. did that and converted it to YouTube. And what YouTube did was just found, you know, it converted it to the videos. So uh, it had a whole bunch of new edition videos. My daughter just going through dog, man, nigga, she loves popcorn love, dog. Like, love it. I'm telling yeah, you, my daughter, over, she's geeked over that, dog. Yeah, so my daughter like loves um, Telephone Man. Yeah. Uh, she's yeah. like, you know, they, they, like you say, man, they just, good music is gonna stand out. I don't care where you put it. I mean, and dog, I see it in the comments I on YouTube. These these 90s videos, these 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 throwback songs, whatever, you go in the comments, you'll see people that's like, they gotta be at least 21, 22, whatever. Some people, some people will say like, oh, I'm, I'm 17 and, and the songs from this era, the songs that we have now ain't touching these songs. Like they need, so it's like, that lets you know right there, dog. We talking about generations removed. that's still saying like, oh, this era right here, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's a certain sound. It's a specific feeling that you get. And a lot of, there's no diss to like a lot of R&B that's out now. It ain't definitely in a diss to rap. Cause there's some great rap out, but it's just like, do it have, are those memories attached? Will those memories be attached to it? Will you think about, where you were, you know what I'm saying? Like where you hear certain songs that that came out in 2021 or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I don't know, man. It's I I could talk about that shit for hours, though. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel you, and it's you know, I mean, part of it is how just the, how the industry moves, right? It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like I, I liken it to like classic cars. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we got a lot of fly ass cars on the road today. Cars that do a lot of shit. They got a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But there was a time when, like, you put a Chevy on the road. Yeah. 
it wasn't a lot of cars. So just when, a, but you know, there were, you know, quite a few cars, but when a dog, when a Cadillac came out, mm-hmm. when a Cadillac was on that street, you knew it was a Cadillac. Yeah. You know what I'm Even saying? Six four Impala, like that's a thing, dog. Like that's, that's you know, know what I'm saying. Like, but when you make more expressways and more freeways and more roads and more cars that can mm-hmm. develop, more companies and 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 more different series, you know, those Cadillacs they don't stand out as much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're still made with the same, you know. At least you know we want to think they just don't stand out as much, right? People, at all. You know, now a nigga can flip his lease in two months. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that before. You had a Cadillac, nigga. That was your you had this shit. Nigga. Your uncle had that Cadillac for years, years <laughs> And it's going to be sweet as hell all 10 of the years. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like, what, what need fixed on it now? No, I just had to replace the alternator. That was, like, you know what I had it was a kid. It's, so it's like now, you know, because people have the access that they have and because of the way the industry works right now, mm-hmm. you know, you just you don't get a chance to really settle and have to deal with and really, you know, suck in music to let it be good or bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You almost got to. As soon as you drop, they want to know when the next one coming out. I was like, Dang, can you enjoy this for like a yeah, minute? And you don't really get the time to people don't even have the time in their lives a lot of time to just let music because by mm-hmm. the time you try to just live with a record, man, you it's like you've missed 20. Mm hmm. And you don't want to miss the 20. So you just get right in and try to, you know, whatever catches you, yeah, catches you. And, you know, maybe you'll come back around to it. That's a fact, dog. That's a fact. One of the things, and this is going to slide right into, like, just the album in itself. Like, what would your contribution be? Because it's interesting that you say what you just said. What would your contribution be to improving the music business? Um... I think being better, making it a point to show artists how to, by doing it, by, by being an example of showing artists how much more of you is, is, is relevant and how much more, how many different ways your talents and your abilities can be applicable in so many different areas, mm-hmm. right? Like just, you know, especially like in rap, right? Trying to get people to understand, um, you know, you can have more Drake's, right? And yeah. you can have more Jake Holes and Kendrick's and, and people who are noted for not being regular rappers or who have extraordinary abilities, which they do. But a lot of it comes from is we're just, they're people who stand out because of what their base content is. Yeah. Right. They're not just coming from this sim this 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 constant regular narrative of I was young, I was black, I ain't have shit. I grew up, made my way, made my own, went through what I went through, did my thing, and now I'm here. Mm-hmm. Right? It's so much more to us. It's so much more to a human being. It's so much more to an everyday nigga. Or you know what I'm saying? Then, then I think we give ourselves credit for. Yeah. And so a Drake stands out because he's not just because he's talented and he's multi-talented, but it's content, right? He, yeah. he has the ability, it, it's perceived as though he has this special gift of being able to take not so 
regular content, right? Like niggas wasn't really talking about being hurt at all. Dog. That like, was not cool. Damn sure wasn't making it being like making it cool, mm-hmm. right? But you can make things like that when you are yourself, yeah. just being you, right? Um, and and getting, you know, I just think the industry, and we all will be better served at trying to really cultivate that and show that in people right sometimes mm-hmm. it's you know what people how people understand you a lot of time relates and, and it can have an impact on how they receive your music yeah i agree and like when you when i know how you you know it's we see it today with jay-z if i didn't if you didn't know jay-z and you didn't know where he came from and he just jumped on and started giving you that 444 rap yeah, you wouldn't think it was like, that good yeah we saw you only it. think it, it was. You, you only it. like it and think it's that good because I'm not gonna say only, but one of the reasons why it's really significant, especially with the different age groups, mm-hmm. um, is because we have an appreciation based on knowing the story and knowing the person. We know from Big Pimp and Jay Z, we know friend or foe Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? And we no, get it this makes Jay-Z. the four 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 sound yeah. amazing because mm-hmm. you like this nigga went from this to mm-hmm. to doing this, and I just. Uh, I think that, you know, even with a Kanye, I just think these are why these types of artists stand out so much is, you know, outside of the fact that they're talented, it's because they they have um, a different content pool that they, yeah. that they dig out of. And, it, and when you're able to convert it into really good music, when you're able to convert it, you know, Kanye West made a hit record out of Jesus Walks. Mm-hmm. And he came into the game like, telling you about like i guess i don't want to say making it cool to drop out of college but like letting you know like you know what i'm saying like i got all like he was resonating with a lot of people Mm -hmm. he was talking about his own environment because that's how a lot of people felt and you know were feeling when it came to college you know what i'm saying this is especially you know young black americans this is what a lot of us were feeling Mm -hmm. when it came to college you know what i'm saying a lot of us was dealing with the dropping out and feeling like we need to drop out or should drop mm-hmm. out or had to drop out. And I just think that that's really important. Now you got a soundtrack for it. Right. It you know what I'm saying? I think that's, that's, and you get things like that when people are just being true to themselves and what they own. Yeah. Just think about how much many, how many more experiences um, we don't see or we don't really have converted into music because so many people are pigeonholed into, I gotta be talking about this, I gotta be talking about that, or they ain't gonna fuck with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, we have to be brave enough to push the listeners too. We gotta be brave enough to- Just be authentic. Push, yeah, to, to be, yeah, be authentic and trust that somebody will seek you out. It was, it was funny, I was having this conversation uh, earlier today actually, and I was like, yo, how many Tyler the Creator songs you know? And this person was like, I don't know any. And I was like, that's funny because I don't know any either. He got a strong following too, though. <laughs> because that's what happens when you just you do you. Mm-hmm. You might not have the number one record in the country. Yeah. You may not have, you know what I'm saying? But you best believe you will find yourself a living. He got a whole find yourself following audience. out there. These niggas. Best- he got a oh, Drake to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Who does that? They booed this nigga. <laughs> that shit is wild. It's amazing. 
That shit is that wild. is the equivalent of like niggas knowing LeBron gonna play and being like, yeah, but we don't want to see him. Yeah, man. Yeah, dog. That shit wild me. Like, what? Like, is this real? I thought it was a rumor. That shit true as hell, dog. They had the audio of it. I was like, damn, dog. I wanted to. I ain't like one thing I, I, that I never really for the podcast. Of course, I do the questions. You know what I mean. And I usually like name my picks off of the album. I don't really go into the the deep dive of the album because I want people to use the episode to be like, okay, I like what they was talking about. Let me go see for myself what this is about. But I will name my picks from the album, Doug, because you got it here off top. Okay, my nigga. Reason, the line from Reason that stood out is the, uh, don't be modest, be a monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that shit don't even supposed to rhyme, but it did. Yeah. <laughs> like, I appreciate that. Yeah. It, see, I have to hear this kind of shit. And I'm grateful because what it does is sometimes I worry. Am I, you know, do do people miss it? A lot yeah, of what man. I'm trying to do. I was listening. I was like, okay. Yeah. And, set the tone. Set the and tone. That's, that's the, uh, I appreciate hearing that, man, first and foremost. And what it does, and the reason this is why it's important to give niggas they flowers or however you want to say, or just be 100 and be like, maybe if you like something, because it 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 encourages motherfuckers to be like, no, nah, stay on that. Because if you can mm. come up with that, if you're inspired, what else can you come up with? Because I like, listen, I listen and I'll be like, I could tell I was going through the album. I was like, yeah, he he said, because I know how I do when I'm, when I'm putting the music together, whatever, I'm finally like putting the whole project together. Yeah. Like, he sat here and he combed through and was like, this going to go here and this is going to go here. That song could have went anywhere. You could just be like, ah, I throw this at the end or let me throw this in the middle. So I said, nah, he, it's a specific reason why this is the intro. And I could tell him, he was, I like set the tone, dog. It's just out. Yeah. Like, yeah, and that's man. exactly what I was on with that. And I remember niggas telling me like, don't put that record for, and I was like, nah. That but, made perfect sense. And man. I was like, nah, but, and they was like, yeah, but it, it's sweet, but it should, and I was, what I was trying to say was, no, but nigga, the things that I'm saying in here, yeah, I want you to know that first mm-hmm. so that you'll appreciate what I say on track number four. Yeah. If you don't hear it in the order, at least in my mind, if you don't hear it in its order, you're not going to appreciate it. Yeah. And then I rolled with um type niggas. Yeah, that I love niggas, niggas really like that. Was just my, you know, just the, it made me, made me do yeah, like, yeah, 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 like yeah, that. Yeah, that was, yeah. was like, That's my uh, joint. Um, not a drill. Niggas snapped on that one. Ro- Rose in his bag. Yeah, yeah, he, he went crazy. Went, went and then he just went, went. Yeah, <laughs> like, that okay. nigga, yeah. Nigga wrapped like, his ass off. Well, nigga, to be song. like, I don't rap like that no more. I'll be like, all right, uh, yeah, whatever, nigga. Whatever. Like, <laughs> um, nobody did. It's hard. You say the line in there about the, um, the something I caught on the second listen. You said the line about um the, about the moms treating the the, the sons a certain way because they feel you know so crazy. I said, oh shit, like man. What you know about mamas treating sons meaning because they got their daddy features yeah. in the meaning just the shit I seen and 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 that's you know, a real that's thing. Just of, that's just one of those records where like you know you just you know as an artist you just want to get out some real emotion and just things that you've encountered and seen. And, you know, you might just be talking to yourself on that record. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like, you don't even care if nobody really like it or not. And it's crazy because I really going into the project, it was really surprising that a lot of people that record didn't resonate. It just did, it hasn't seemed to really, that's not one of the records that people yeah. come back and be like, yo, 
because I've never experienced that per se, but I know people that have, and I know it's a it's a thing, dog. Like it, and like, that's, that's damn just, daddy. Like that's that's yeah, that's you know a what thing. I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of niggas have caught that the backlash of that kind of sense, uh, that kind of dynamic, mm-hmm. way worse, I think, than a lot of people really think. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because that kind of dynamic shapes a lot of times. Unfortunately, it it, 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 it shapes a young nigga. It shapes mm-hmm. his his perception on women. It yep. shapes his engagement, how he deals with women, especially if there is no father around mm-hmm. or figure. And then the the figure that is constant, the mother who you love to death, this is how she's laying it out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And putting it, you know, putting it, you know, to you, then you know it really has long lasting effects. And that's something I've seen not only in my own life, but I've seen it in my other friends and partner and families. I've seen it in a life. Yeah. And that's one of the things that like, you know, when I say like if a nigga say like, you know, no, you know, I know that's the cool thing to say, like, nigga, there ain't no cap in my rap. And I not get it, you know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of niggas do be capping in their mm-hmm. rap. If I when I say it's no cap in my rap, I can I'm saying it from a standpoint of believe I'm drawing this shit from real places. It's coming from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so much saying this is what I've done or gone through. A lot of it is, but it it's been around it's, it. Yeah, it, or it's sentiments or it's feelings that I've had. Yeah. It's thoughts that I've 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 identified with. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. and I just think it's those kind of ways that content comes out really dope mm-hmm. and creative in different ways. And it's not about a formula or knowing I gotta say this, or I gotta talk crazy, just talk real. Yeah, That's yeah. what, like when niggas, when I remember when like niggas first started just coming with that real raw rap and like talking like nigga, this like Jay-Z, you, you know, is one of the best to ever do shit like that. Mm-hmm. Poor me, dad was gone, he ain't get my dad back. Man. My bad, living bad, he didn't live long. He's one of the greatest at doing that mm-hmm. shit. But what I learned from that in studying a nigga like Jay-Z, what makes it so, crazy and he'd be like that nigga just talking crap he because what we're describing is how transparent a nigga like that is being yeah. and how like like how real it is you like no nah, that nigga really that's what it takes you have to just talk from the truth yep you don't have to create some shit ain't about it ain't about the bar it's the, what weighs is the truth in it it's yeah. not about the bar it's about the truth and in about it. the punchline. It's just like the, the facts the that truth. lie within there. Yeah. It's like nigga, somebody spoke on that. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. Like that, you know. So even when you know the the what you know about mama's tree and sons, meaning because they got their daddy features and demeanors. This is shit I seen. And it's it's for me, it wasn't really about the bar, it was about getting that getting that dynamic out mm-hmm. and speaking on it and hoping that it, you know, it hit somebody. And just wanting it to hit somebody, yeah. like, damn, I didn't experience that. I know what that shit feel like. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't seen that, you know. Like you say, even if you didn't, you know somebody that's that. Seen people right, absolutely. Uh, it's firsthand, you know what I'm saying. And, and then on top of that one, uh, talking crazy, is fire. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ain't like yours, and um, all black and bankrolls. Uh, that's like <laughs> that's my shit. <laughs> It's crazy. I'm about to do a reel to that song too, like in the next day or two. That I think it's gonna really man. Off. It be the songs that I just be like, I I, I can't touch them. Like I I'm not gonna. I ain't the artist gonna sit there and be like, all right, let me go ahead and 
create this because I but I can hear somebody else doing it. So when I hear it made, they be like, like yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, that's that's how I would want somebody to do that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because you know, but you might have certain joints, you might have certain beats. Like yeah, it's dope. I fuck with it, but I think it'd be better if such and such. Like that was that all black and bankroll. That's like if I would have had the beat, I'd be like, man, I know I could come up with something for it, but for it to really be brought out, he he can handle, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it was one of them joints, dog. It's all like, man, it's bang, dog. That one, and type niggas, dog. Like, type niggas. Yeah, that's like, my shit. I, this crazy, I, did a, I did a reel to type niggas, and I've got, like, over a thousand, like, views on that reel, and that's big to me, because I had never did a reel before. Uh-huh. I, I didn't even know what I was doing for real. Um, But I just took, like, some clips of, like, my family from different events just dancing, and I think I, I titled it, like, one thing about my family, we gonna dance. Uh, and we do like we funeral it don't matter my family <laughs> they're going to they're gonna find a way and a reason to dance I, that's, just, that's just the facts of my family so i i have all these different clips of like family members dancing i said fuck it i'm gonna put it onto to this uh reel and that's the song that i used was type niggas and it got a, a lot of good responses like everybody was really fucking with it and like really loving it and so i was like yo i'm gonna do something to that all black and bank rose um i'm about to put together a reel and just you know that's one of the things that i'm really having fun with too man like in this process right now is just you know being forced having a good time and learning mm-hmm. things i like See, that you're letting the album live too like because this this was last year it came out with yeah in october of last year yep. yeah so you know what i'm saying like giving it that time to just really breathe it's, it's easy yeah just let it really work it over it's time to move on to the next it's like nah he letting it breathe and it's like it's, uh, Putting new life into some it shit. Like we got another project we about to drop. Me and Weez, um, here real soon. We're actually doing the finishing touches on it right now. And my next solo project is pretty much already done. Okay. Um, and that's just how I like to work. And it what's because of how I like to work. So I never, I don't really go into like the studio, and um, you know, I don't go into the studio and like. Be like, I we got to make an album, it just, you know or I got to make this kind. Like I just go in, bunch of moving I, parts, and then just I just never it. stop making music. I just yeah. never stop making songs, and I just go in and do what I feel, and then you know we come back to them, and then when you know we feel like we we got enough songs that we you know we might have something, then yeah. we kind of start coming back to them and start brushing them up and dusting them off and saying, okay, what do we got here? What do we like here? What what don't we like? Uh, me and my engineer, uh, Red Karan, is just, you know, the more we work together, the more of a, a rapport that we, you know, we we build. And it's just um, the way we are creating right now, I'm really excited about it. And it's, it's a uh, rhythm. It's for sure. That's what it is. It's a good rhythm. Um, and, you know, so, but when you were talking about letting the project breathe, that's something that me and Jay Johnson, he he stresses that to me a lot. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the reasons why I knew I needed a team, but not just a team, but some niggas who, whose opinion and position I trusted, whose ear I trust, yeah. their position I trust. And even though I'm really excited to want to get some new shit out and want people to hear it, um, I have to remember that, you know, this shit hasn't really been living. They haven't really been living with this that long. Yeah. And the type of listener that I really am trying to capture 
is the type of listener that's going to appreciate it and let mm-hmm. it and really want it to live. And I so agree. It, same here. Yeah. yeah. That's man. something that I'm, you know, I struggle with and, and I'm getting better at just remembering that, you know, and again, this is, I give all this and credit. You know, you know, the times we in too, it's like, it's, it's quick. You know, you put something out, Absolutely. you want something immediately. So like, I feel you when you say like, I want somebody that's going to be able to appreciate and live with it for a moment. You know what I'm saying? I like when I see um, somebody like Kendrick not put something out for a while and his fans just kind of be, you know, they want something, but they like, nah, because of what you're going to, what you present to us, going to take yeah. your time. You know what I'm saying? So I, I appreciate that. So yeah, man. And it's, and it's like knowing your, you know, I, I mean, I could hear, uh, at least I can hear myself saying like, well, nigga, you ain't Kendrick right now. So yeah. uh, you need to be motherfucking dropping. And it's like, yeah, I feel that. But the other thing is, and again, just seeing the playing field um, a different way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying is that, you know, I am most concerned who I feel like I'm obligated to is the listener that really appreciates the here and now project. Yeah. That's who I'm obligated to. I don't, it's not that I don't uh, appreciate any other layers of support from any other fans. Yeah. And it's not that I don't, you know, want that support, but I have to remember that, that, that listener that is really appreciating here and now that's the guy he's yeah. going to be the guy, you know, that's your Tyler, the creator fan mm-hmm. base right Don't there. Stick started that. He's yeah. the one that's going to, or she's the one that's going to come to the show mm-hmm. and he's going to buy the record. Buy the merch, put everything. It, that's who's going to do that. And that's who you have to cater to because yeah. that's how you build, um, you build that up. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of, you know, you have to know what you want to do. And you they, not, they not the, uh, the ones, they, they actually following you on a, a, a streaming platform like Spotify, not just being a monthly listener. Cause I don't know if people, people, them shits drop off. I'm just Absolutely. to say like, there'd be a, the high number. And then you look again within the next couple of days and it dropped down. That's cause them the people right. that's kind of like peeking in just to listen, not the ones that's like, cause they don't show you the followers. Oh, that's interesting. They, they need to show that to, to, for the artists themselves, of course. But like, well, that's part, that's part of the game though, right? If, mm-hmm. if motherfuckers knew that, then a lot of shit wouldn't go. The way that it, you know what I'm saying? Yes. They was shit about that street. Like, oh, okay, they, just, they, they make you pay attention to the listeners. Like, oh, no, don't tell me who my monthly listeners are. Tell me who my followers are. Like, who following me right now on this mug, dog? Like, exactly. yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Dog. It's different out here, man. We we approaching like an hour. I got to get on daddy duty in a little bit. But, okay, um, as far as like, I, I would say social media. Well, yeah, no, go ahead. Social media, man, because that's still, that's the thing. People going to follow you. They, they can get more. They get to see you. You know what I'm saying? But where can they find the album first? First and foremost. So let me say this. You can find the album best and first and foremost on title under D dash R I C K D Rick here and now is the project on title. I really uh, appreciate any and every opportunity, anybody trying to go listen. So go check it out on title Go check it out on Spotify. Same thing. D dash R I C K here and now is the project. Now when it comes to Apple music, I know what you're about to say. Ran into a little snag here. And it, and it wasn't my fault. I think I know what you're about to say. <laughs> so apparently there's a young gentleman in the world whose name is Drick. <laughs> and Drick spells his name just regular D-R-I-C-K. Well, because apparently all plump niggas look alike and when they black, 
Apple thought that that was me when I came with D Rick. So when I went through United Masters as the platform, uh-huh. long story short, when they went up there, I guess Apple just assumed like, oh, this is him. They didn't give a fuck about the dash, not knowing like, no, yeah. that makes it a different nigga. Yeah. And little did I, and had I known that there was a nigga named Drick, I probably would have went through extra, you know, precautions to make sure that this didn't happen. But nonetheless, it did. So when you look up uh, D Rick on Apple Music, you may see a nigga in a drink. Yeah, fuck that guy. Okay. Yeah, because I found it through your link tree. Uh, when yeah, I first you know, yeah. and yeah, I went through link tree, the, the link tree, and you'll get right to it. But you'll also see this pink nigga with some pink shit on, and that's just not me. So, um, as far as social media go, where I'm most active, where you can always find me at is just Instagram. That's just where I'm most comfortable. No diss to Twitter or Facebook. I just don't be on there, right? I be on Instagram. So. Uh, DRick100 is my Instagram. Um, really, D underscore R I C K is the way you find me. D underscore R I C K. And um, you on you on you on you on the clubhouse. You gonna tell them? Uh... I'm on clubhouse. Yeah, I'm on clubhouse as D Rick. That's it. I'm on clubhouse. As That's D-Rick. a whole episode in itself, dog. Like, yeah, right, yeah. I was... and I'll be I'm telling I'll be lighting niggas up on clubhouse. I'll yeah, come playing. I'll come in there playing with me. Hey, man. I really appreciate the opportunity uh, to just sit down and kick it with you. It was really fun, man. I, I really got lost in the conversation. Yeah, so. listen, dog. Hey, you might go back in the edits and be like, hey, Rick, we dude. really did this shit. You might have to hit me back no, up. No, we got a lot. Like, up. we got a lot more, actually. Like, if I if I didn't, dog, if I ain't had to do my fatherly duties and if I had to work tomorrow, dog, I, man, dog, sure, I can't, sure. man, when I start getting paid off podcasting, oh, my. Oh, yeah, it's going to be over with. Hey. Like, come on, man. Like, the little anchor ad money is cool here and there, but it's like, eh, you know, I'm talking about like, hey, babe, like to do this shit. Oh, man, I, I'm kicking it for hours, dog. Oh, man. It's man, really dope, dog. Man. I really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, man, let's turn this shit up. Yes, sir, man. www.nametagalexander.com. I got one ahead of you, and then that's coming out after that. So, this one should be out in February, like early February, actually. Okay, so, yeah. boom. That's all. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Appreciate it, man. Uh, man, appreciate you, man. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, for any, you know, anything you ever need, anything I could ever do, just let me know, bro. It's up there. Appreciate it, man. And y'all know what it is. We out. I'm on that next on a whole nother other level. I'm on that next on a whole nother other other. I'm I'm telling you, I'm feeling it.